0: Good morning living word. Good morning, manning, morning Manaites. God bless you. Welcome to a new day. Welcome to a new day um, in the Lord a day as I've always said we've never seen before and we will never see again. It's a blessing to be a child of God. It's a blessing to be awake, be healthy, wealthy and strong in the Lord. It's a blessing to hear from the Lord. It's a great opportunity to be able to access the throne room of the almighty creator. And so today we just say, Lord, we thank you for the day you have made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. Amen. So God bless y'all, everybody. I pray that the blessings of God is up on you. You know, I want to just say this before I go on. Uh, This little nugget, a couple accomplishments will happen when our thoughts, our words, and our actions are united. Let me just say it one more time. You will accomplish things when your thoughts, your words, and your actions come together are in harmony and united. Uh, hopefully that's for somebody who would need to hear that this morning. If you're not th- if your if your words and your thinking and your actions are not in harmony, it's hard. Matter of fact, I think it's impossible for you to accomplish anything. If you want accomplishment in your life, you need to get what you're thinking, what you're saying, what you're doing. Get it all in harmony. You'd be surprised at what you can accomplish and what you can achieve. Okay? That's for you today. Today, I'm going to talk about integrity. Integrity. right? Integrity, the dictionary word, is the quality of being honest and having strong moral principles. It's moral uprightness. Okay, so the quality of being honest and having strong moral principles. Do you know that the integrity or integrity is the mother of knowledge? You know, the desire for truth is the basis of all learning. You really want to know truth, right? That's why you, that's why you seek knowledge. Nobody goes to search out for lies, right? You're not, you're not on a quest to, to find lies. No, you're on a quest for truth. Um, so integrity, truth, um, um, completeness, um, it's, it's the mother of, of knowledge. You need to be consistent. Um, you have to be trusted. Your source has to be trusted in order uh, for you to believe in it. As I said before, we don't go on a quest for lies. Okay, so the desire for truth is the basis of all learning. So if we want to learn about the human body, um, the books that we read, um, they must have a 100% level of integrity. What they are sharing must be a- absolutely factual. It must be what it really is. Otherwise, it's not. It doesn't have integrity. cannot be trusted. Right? Um, without integrity as a basis, our entire educate educational system would fail. It will fall to the ground. Our monetary system will fall to the ground. What if you put your money in the bank and there is no um data integrity there? You put your money in the bank and when you go to withdraw money, they say you have none. Um, you ask why. And when they did some investigation, they found out that Even though you deposited money, it was applied to somebody else's account. How would you feel about that? We have no data integrity. So without data integrity, um, you could you would not put your money in the bank because you would not be able to trust it, right? So all our systems would fall to the ground if there was no integrity. If um, if there's no integrity in our justice system, right? And if you know that you're abiding by the law but you get arrested um, anyway, even though you're abiding by the law, or you get um, charges uh, for something that you did not do, you would have no, um, you, you would have, you would not believe the system, the word I'm looking for, you would not have any trust in the system at all, because you said there is no integrity. If you go before a judge and he treats you based on the color of your skin, You wouldn't be able to trust our system, right? Because that's that's not integrity. Um, If somebody was able to pay off the judge and get out and walk free, that's a system that lacks integrity. So integrity is the basis of our society. We must be able to go into a store with a dollar and get a dollar's worth. We can't go into the store and have the store owner tell us, you know, yes, that's a dollar bill, but it's only worth 50 cents. Right, and I know truthfully, dollar is worth far less than that. But at least you, if something is in the store, it says a dollar, you should be able to give them a dollar, and get that, create that exchange. Because goods is really just an exchange, right? You give your money and you get the goods, so it's really just an exchange. And we do exchanges all day long. But what if you couldn't trust that source? What if you went to the store and it says ninety nine cents, you give them ninety nine cents, and they said no, that's you know um. Oh, that's just a mistake. You just put on there just just to get you in the store. We just label it as 99 cents. Okay, just to get you in the store. We would say that store has no integrity. So you see how important integrity is? Um, What if if, um, our newspapers and magazines, there was no integrity? Those things would become sources of danger. The publication of books would be dangerous because if we can't trust it if what we're reading are lies and we base decisions up on lies our lives will be totally in turmoil it will be absolutely messed up our whole system of society rests up on the assumption that there is honesty and that people are honest okay and so when this confidence is shaken the structure fails when we think about the pandemic and what we thought was truth you know, and, and we got fed a lot of lies and we come to find out that a lot of what they said are lies. Are we ever going to trust the CDC again? Can we trust that system again? Um, why? Because we say they lack integrity, right? Our American justice system, um, the things that some of the things they do, our political system. When politicians uh, make promises and you, you vote for them based on what they say they will do, but when they get into office they do the opposite will you ever trust them again you probably not because you say they lack integrity my right? people don't keep their word if you can't keep your word then you lack integrity if you can't if you can't keep your promises then you lack integrity you know it's you know if unless truth is taught in our schools it'll be, it's better for your children, for you not to send them to school than for them to go to school and learn lies. Yeah, that's how important integrity is. Because if your child is being trained up in lies, it'll ruin their mindset. They will never understand what truth really is. And so what I'm talking about today is something that the whole basis of our society Rest upon integrity. The the banking system, you have to be able to trust it. The education system, you have to be able to trust it. The political system, you have to be able to trust it. The justice system, you have to be able to to trust it. The medical system, you have to be able to trust it. But sadly, we probably can't trust any of those systems. (laughs) We can't. We really can't. Do you really believe? they have been collecting money, quote-unquote, doing cancer research for the last 25 years, and they haven't found not one cure, but any of it? We really, can we really believe that? Years after years after years, money has been poured in. Billions of dollars. And we have yet to announce a cure. What about breast cancer? Shouldn't there be a cure? How many years? Um, um, the... Cancer Foundation has been receiving money, money up on money up on money. Can we really trust it now? Mm-hmm. Can we really trust some of the charities that you know they're asking for money for this and money for that, but when you do research, you find out 75 or 80 percent of the money goes to quote- unquote "administrative cost. It's not really going to the people that they say that they're helping. This is the system that we're in. So integrity. Is lacking in our system. What does the Bible have to say about it? The Bible has a lot to say about integrity. Um, the, the scripture uses the word upright, but when you, when you go back and you get the Hebrew meaning, that word means integrity. The Greek word is ty- tamion. That's the Greek word for upright, or rather the Hebrew word for upright, and it means integrity. Right, morally strict integrity. All right, when it means without blemish, it means complete, it means full, it means perfect. Right. So the Bible has a lot to say about integrity, about honesty, and living a life that is blameless. It also speaks of sincerity, loyalty, obedience, character and maintaining consistency under pressure. Let me say that again. Maintaining consistency or maintain your integrity even under pressure, all right? And so God actually requires integrity. He requires our loyalty. He requires that we maintain our integrity even under pressure. God is seeking for people who put him first in everything, and put him above everyone else in their lives. He is seeking those whose hearts are perfect towards him, right? So one of the rewards of integrity really is pleasing the heart of God. And so we show our love to God through our integrity and through our obedience. In First Chronicles 29 and 17, it says, I know, my God, that you examine our hearts And rejoice when you find integrity there. That's what the word of God says. God rejoices when he finds people of integrity. People who um, walk in honesty. Um, People who are careful in their words, in their deeds. God actually examines the hearts and rejoices when he finds integrity. Ask yourself the question, can God trust you? Can God find or will he find integrity in your heart when your heart is examined? And God says, and God say, you are a person of integrity. Look what God said about Job. God singled out Job as an example of a man of integrity. Okay. And in Job 2, it says, and the Lord asked Satan, have you noticed my servant Job? He's the finest man in all the earth. He is blameless, a man of complete integrity. He fears God, stays away from evil, and he has maintained his integrity, even though you urged me to harm him without cause. You see what God said about Job? Even though Job was under pressure, his wife said, you still maintaining your integrity? And all that you're going through, you might as well just curse God. I mean means just give up your integrity. Forget about it. Just let it go. <laughs> just go do what you need to do. Just forget about it because it's useless serving God. That's really what she was saying to Job. It's useless serving God. That you're walking, you're making sure you're following, you're keeping strict control over your life. You're making sure you offer sacrifices of thanksgiving, praying for your children, doing everything that you know you're supposed to do, and yet tough time comes, bad things happen, you get bad report. And you know, in, in, in Job's case, he lost his children, lost his flock. Um, but you know what he didn't lose? <laughs> he did not lose his integrity. He kept his integrity so much so God described him to satan can you imagine that god saying look at job even though you moved me you you asked me that to, i took away my protection and you went out against them you pushed against them you worked against them you brought hurt and pain and sorrow to his life yet he maintains his integrity can god say that about you and you walk in upright and uprightness can you be trusted to keep your word? You know, one of the saddest things in life today, it's hard to find people who will keep their word, even amongst us as Christians. You know, many Christians are still dealing with lies or little white lies, or, or they'll just say things that should get you, out of, get you out of their faces. You know, that's a lie. If you're just telling me yes, because you just want to get me out of your face, you just lied. If you did not have no intention of keeping your word of what you said to me, you just said it just to get rid of me, that's a lie, okay? And so there is no integrity where there's lies. And so can your word be trusted? Can you be, still be considered blameless by God when you're going through trials? I shared a long time ago about a young man whose daughter, she's about six or seven years old, and she had brain, a brain tumor, cancer. And he cursed God. He did, because how could God allow his little baby girl that's seven years old to have brain cancer? Blame God for it, you know. And he told God he God can do this and God can do that thing. You know, just really curse God. Lacked integrity, was not blameless in his character. You know, so here it is. God said, Look at Job. He lost all his children. Everything is gone. His wealth is gone, taken away from him. But he still maintained his integrity. Integrity should be the hallmark of a Christian. You should be known. All Christians should be known by their integrity. Temptation is all around us. But God makes a way of escape for all of us. He's our rescuer. He's our refuge we can depend on him to be victorious in this life you cannot use god will not allow um, excuses when he has empowered you when he has given you his word when the word lets us know he will even make a way of escape so there's no temptation that is not common to man and even when you're tempted he will make a way of escape. That means he will make a way for you to get out of it. If we have a mind to walk in integrity, we will recognize the ways that God has made for us to escape. Mm -hmm. Psalm 25 and 19 to 21. He says, see how many enemies enemies I have and how viciously they hate me. Protect me. Rescue my life from them. Do not let me be disgraced for in you I take refuge. My integrity and honesty protect me. For I put my hope in you. What's your protection? Your integrity and honesty. When people cannot touch your integrity or honesty, that is a measure of protection that no one can penetrate. Let me say it again. When you stand and when you have your integrity and honesty, That is a measure of protection that cannot be penetrated. They can say what they want about you, but as long as it's lies, as long as it's not true, and your integrity and honesty is intact, that cannot change. It cannot be penetrated. Let them malign you. Let them gnash their teeth at you. And the reason why a lot of them do it is because they can't touch your integrity. It's a protection. Your integrity is your protection. Walk in honesty, walk with your integrity. Don't don't let it be compromised. Okay, do not compromise your integrity. Be careful who you are hanging with. It can compromise your integrity. People begin to look at you different based on your company. Do you make sure If you're hanging around with liars, people will think you're a liar too. They will. If you're hanging around cheaters, if they're your best friend, if they're your bosom buddy, people will think that you're just like them. If you hang around haters of God and people who mock Christians, people will think you're just like them. Mm -hmm. If liars, cheaters, homosexuals, transgender, if those are your bosom buddies, People would think you are just like them. How about hanging with people who are people who love God, who put their trust in God? People who are honest. People who are righteous. People who, who practice proper relationships. Love, which is true. Men who treat their wives right. Wives who treat their husbands right. How about hanging around with people like that, right? Don't you want people to see you like them, people who are honest, people full of integrity, where their mouth is their bond? Why would you hang around with unscrupulous people, people who don't love God, people who curse and swear all day long? No, you have to separate yourself. And when the Bible says come out from among them, you see, evil or bad manners will corrupt good character. It will. And so you have to make sure that you protect your integrity, all right? So understand, integrity is not what earns us our salvation. Salvation will come through grace, through faith in Christ Jesus. But um, integrity brings God's approval upon our lives. Simply means we know the truth. We need to live the truth. We need to walk the truth. See the word, hear the word, understand the word, be converted by the word. Don't just be hearers of the word, but be doers of the word. All right. In uh, Psalm 26, verse one through four, it says, declare me innocent, O Lord, for I have acted with integrity. I have trusted in the Lord without wavering. Put me on trial, Lord, cross-examine me, test my motives and my heart. For I am always aware of your unfailing love, and I have lived according to your truth. I do not spend time with liars or go along with hypocrites. See what that is? So he said, God, you can put me on trial. Cross-examine me. Test my motives. Test my heart. I'm aware of your presence. I'm aware that you will examine me. I'm aware of your love. I, lived according, I have lived my life according to the truth, the word of God. And I don't spend my time with liars or hypocrites. This is what the word of God said. It's not my word. This is God's word. There's an expectation that if we're going to live with integrity, then we must consider our surroundings. We must consider the circumstances we are standing in. We must consider who our bosom buddies are, who we hang with, what we're doing. We must consider those things because God considers those things. And if we're hanging with people who are liars, hypocrites, haters of God, how can God approve that type of action? How could God approve that type of company? No. No. If you want to walk in your integrity, then you must make sure that your circle, those you are walking with consistently, are those who are lovers of God. And I know some say, well, you know, pastor, you have to win them for the Lord. I I believe in that. I believe we need to share the gospel. Absolutely. But they're not your bosom buddy. (laughs) You go around to share the gospel. And if they receive it, fine, you have won somebody. If they don't receive it, shake the dust off your feet and move on. It's the Holy Spirit that does the winning anyway. All you need to do is share the seed. Sow the seed. Just plant the seed. Share the word of God. Share the gospel of the kingdom. If people accept you, fine. If they accept the gospel, fine. If they don't, why are you hanging around? Move on and let God show you somebody else who wants to hear the truth. Ima, you're never called to swim in the middle of sharks. You think you're going to convert shark? No. God will put you where the sheep are, that the sheep can hear the word, and that the sheep will be converted. Okay? And so, as children of God, hold fast to our integrity. All right? Don't suffer... With the fate of sinners. Don't, don't suffer the fate of sinners. Don't don't be condemned along with murderers because their hands are dirty, they have evil schemes, they consistently take bribes. Okay, be the person that lives with integrity. Red- pull yourself out. The Bible said, Come out from among them. Protect your integrity, protect your honesty. And so a person with integrity seeks to follow the Lord's will in everything. You know, the thing about it is though, even though you're, 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 you know, you're walking integrity, good people don't always win. We don't always come out on top. But as long as we hold fast to our integrity, okay, our integrity and our belief in Christ guarantees our eternity with God. We may not win all the time in the earth. But we, have, we want to make sure we win salvation. We win our eternity. Amen. Because we that's where we plan to be, in his presence forever. So don't let anybody compromise your integrity. Psalms 41, 11, and 12 says, I know that you are pleased with me, for my enemy does not triumph over me. Because of my integrity, you uphold me and set me in your presence forever. You see, when God is pleased with you, even your enemy are at peace with you. They don't triumph over you. They're not coming at you. Why? Because you, your ways are pleasing to God. You can't be pleasing to God if you don't have integrity, if God can't trust you. right? If God knows you're paid $100 a week and your tithe is $10 and you only give 5 that's not integrity. That's not honesty. How is God supposed to trust that? And I know that's going to upset some people, but it is what it is. Integrity involves your finances too. Right? If, you're supposed to, if you're in a particular tax bracket and, you're, and you lie about your income so you don't pay as much, that's not integrity. That's dishonesty. God is not pleased with those things. No, he's not. So if God says 10% of your growth belongs to him and you give him 9.5%, that's not integrity. That's dishonesty. God says, you have robbed me in your tithe. I always say God is the greatest accountant in all of eternity. He numbers the stars. He gives them names. He has a number on every strand of hair on your head. Not one sparrow, which is the smallest of birds, will die in the earth without God knowing about it or God having an account of it. He knows every single thing. He's the greatest accountant in all of eternity. None like him. So we might as well walk in truth, walk in integrity. God knows your heart. He examines your heart. He sees your thoughts. And if God can see your thought, you can't hide from him so from him. So if you say the thing is red when God knows in your thought you it's it's green then you are not operating in integrity god knows your thoughts if you say you love somebody but in your mind you really can't stand them god knows your thoughts he knows the truth and so we need to walk in integrity amen and so one of the few things we can control in our lives is our character we can with god help with god's help we can behave wisely, we can make good decisions. Why? Because there's a greater um, vessel, there's a greater power in us that God has deposited in us. It's his spirit. It's the spirit of truth. Amen. We can live a blameless life if we're just careful, if we make up our mind to walk in integrity and honesty and live our lives by the word of God. Uh, David said in Psalms 101 verse 2, I will live, I will lead a life of integrity even in my own home. I will be careful to live a blameless life. This is, you know, and because of that, he says, God is his help. Amen. God is your help. If you live, if you're walking and living your life with truth and honesty, blameless Then God is your refuge. Honesty and integrity is protection. It protects you, it guards you. Remember that. Honesty and integrity guards you. And even when people lie on you, eventually the truth is your protection. But when the truth comes out, yeah, you'll be vindicated because the truth is the truth hold on to your integrity. Men, hold on to your integrity. Women, hold on to your integrity. Value yourself. Protect your integrity. Don't let anyone question your integrity. Make sure you're not compromising your integrity. Keep it. It's valuable. Valuable. It's better to have a good name than all the riches in the earth. A good name is far better. Walking in your integrity, walking in honesty is far better. Value it. The Bible says in Psalms 119 verse 1, joyful are people of integrity who follow the instructions of the Lord. Hmm? You know, the key to integrity is knowing what God expects of us. God really expects us to follow his word. He does. That's his expectation. That's why he gave me to. He gave us his word for us to listen and follow. He says, I present to you life and death. You choose, but I'm going to tell you what you want to choose. Choose life. Jesus says, My words, they are spirit and they are life. Your choice. Make up your mind. Live your life with integrity, live your life in dishonesty. One is going to lead to your ruin. But one is going to lead to you spending in eternity in the presence of the Lord. Amen. And that's all I have to say about that today. May God bless you as you continue to listen to these Morning and these podcasts. Let us pray. Father, we thank you again for your word. We thank you because you care so much about us, God, that you give us everything we need. And I pray, God, as I've shared this word about integrity this morning, that Father, it will be applied. God, it'll be at the forefront of our minds. And that as we listen to your word, we understand that integrity is a form of protection, is a form of refuge. And that is your expectation for our lives, that even under pressure, we can stand, we can make a stand. And having done all, God, we stand. That is your word, and that is your expectation. I pray, God, we will not allow anything to cause us to fail, anything to turn from you, anything to depart from your word, anything to slip or slide. God, look to the left or the right, but Father, we will stay focused on you, and we will allow our integrity to be our protection. And Father, those who are listening to this podcast, I pray God, if they're not walking in integrity, I pray God they will connect with this and ask you to forgive them and repent. You said, if my people are called by my name, humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, you said you will hear from heaven, you will forgive sins, and you will heal the land. I pray, Father, that we'll turn to you wholeheartedly We'll give our hearts, souls, and minds to you walking upright, uprightness, just like your son Jesus Christ did. The same mind that was in him. Let that mind also be in us. Now, Father, we thank you for the favor on our heads, the increase on our hands, the swiftness on our feet. Thank you for forgiving our past, preserving our present, and guaranteeing our future. For there's not a feeble one among us. We're healthy. We're wealthy, we're strong in the Lord and in the power of your might. For though our beginning was small, our latter end has greatly increased. And Father, we know that the end revealed is a sure thing. We give you praise, glory, and honor. For it's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen.